The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Happy Hour. It's lovely to see you. Can you hear me all right? Okay, great. Always reassuring. (laughs) Okay. So, yes, and thank you, Neil, very much for posting the Happy Hour Google group so people can have uh, a way to stay in touch and a way to receive any information that, that we post there. So this evening... Uh, I wanted to start with just a, a couple comments that as we do these meditations during happy hour, um, you're often invited to mentally repeat phrases that are given in order to help cultivate qualities of kindness, compassion, sympathetic joy, and equanimity. And I want to invite you, please feel free to adapt and change the phrases, to experiment with the ones I might offer and others that you've heard and the ones you come up with, and just watching the effects on you of various words and phrases. Um, in addition to that, teachings that point to um, ways to practice or meditative experiences involve all these ways of translating what was passed down verbally uh, from the time of the Buddha uh, 2,500 years ago or so, passed down verbally for hundreds of years, and then written down in languages other than English. And language relates so closely to culture that some things don't translate well. Some word choices are the best a translator can find, but they either fall short or they only approximate what might have been meant in the original culture thousands of years ago. So with any of the teachings you hear, it's important and useful that you find words that are most useful to you or even substitute other words that are more meaningful for you. So as an example, earlier in my practice, I simply, I really couldn't relate to the idea of, may I be happy? It wasn't my experience at the time, and it sounded artificially cheery to me. So finally, when one teacher used the phrase instead, may I be contented, the word contented was something much more approachable for me. Along those lines, um, I often use the words, the hyphenated words, heart, mind. And the reason I do that is that my understanding is it might be a slightly more accurate translation from the original Pali language than simply heart or mind and the associations we have. It seems that the two were not seen as functioning separately, but more together And here we're referring to the center of one's whole state of being, not really the so much the physical organs in our bodies of heart and brain, but really our whole state of being. So in addition to this question of uh, 
translations and choices of words, some of us will tend to associate some emotions or states of mind with physical sensations in our bodies. And for others, that is not the case. They don't experience it in their body. So there's no right or wrong way. And what's important is what works to assist you in becoming aware of stress and suffering, as well as becoming aware of wholesome states of being like feeling centered, undistracted, collected, free of afflictive states. Just being free of things like greed, aversion, restlessness, doubt is in itself a very uh, positive state. And we could, we could, I imagine we could each or together generate a long list of words to describe how it is when we are in unwholesome states or things that don't feel so good to us um, and how it is when we feel we're in wholesome or helpful states. So as I offer these evenings, please feel free to translate any words that I use, heart, mind, any words into words that help you connect with some experiences of your state of being. Um, There's a ton more to say about vocabulary, but that's probably enough for one evening. And uh, maybe it just invites you to have some freedom to explore words and connect with uh, what seems to work best for you. And the other thing I'll say is that sometimes I find it, useful to treat some teachings the way I might treat poetry. You know, in poetry, we accept highly personal interpretations made of what uh, a poet writes, and that we accept that it means different things to different people. So the inspiration for this evening comes again from Ajahn Suchito's wonderful writing. And a particular sentence that seems somewhat poetic to me. He describes patience as holding the heart-mind still in the presence of suffering until it learns to let go of the ways in which it creates that suffering. So perhaps that will inspire some reflection as we go through our evening and your own way of taking it in. What could it possibly mean to hold the heart-mind still in the presence of suffering? And what might it mean until it learns to let go? In treating this possibly as poetry, a suggestion is that it's not necessary to think about it. Just letting the phrase sound in the background when I bring it up, like a piece of music or a bell, and being curious about what enters your meditation. And if it doesn't mean anything to you right now, no problem. Uh, The important thing is to be present with anything that's arising for you this evening, right now, and seeing how kindness and compassion might be cultivated in support. So with that, let's meditate together.
allowing in whatever you need in order to settle and in order to feel supported. Whether that be beginning with some longer, deeper breaths or Perhaps doing a nice, slow scan of the body from head to foot, feeling into the various areas of the body and what your experience is right at this moment. Allowing some things to release or ease in the process. And if there's any area that remains active or tight or is experiencing something that is challenging, and that wants your attention, it's not necessary to push it away. We can allow any pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral state of being and the coming and going of all of that this evening. Kindly giving yourself plenty of time No rush. Awareness can take in any experience that's here. Any experience that comes, stays, or goes. Whatever the flow of experience is, is there something present that might be supported by kindness? Perhaps sending your own wishes of kindness and compassion 
to anything that's arising that could benefit Perhaps offering silent support to everything and anything as it flows by or as it remains. Aware of your heart-mind, your body, aware of the whole being. With the offer of rest, resting and receiving. Recognizing those parts of yourself that may have been working hard, maybe even for a very long time. Rest. Awareness can be fully on board while giving other parts of yourself a break.
What might it be like holding the heart-mind still in the presence of any suffering? What might it be like to allow the heart-mind stillness in the presence of happiness, contentedness, calm? Abiding. Perhaps there's relative stillness, not completely still, but more still than perhaps you were earlier. In whatever state that's here, is there a way you can sense the heart-mind learning to release dissatisfaction, let go of stress, or not create any further suffering for itself. What might it be like allowing the heart-mind to be still in the presence of this experience now?
And if what's arising is not still, is energetic, is impatient, no problem. We're here to receive experience just as it is, with kindness, receiving it in a way that understands, wants to be present with it, whatever it is.
perhaps extending some appreciation for the fact that for many of us, most of us, there are some conditions that are present and change very slowly over our lifetimes. We practice with them. We are active, we're still, we're impatient, we're patient. But just appreciating that we're in it for the long haul, in it to be present, and appreciating that part that comes back again and again with infinite patience, with impatience, with all states to those same forms or evolving forms of challenge. The challenge of being human and bearing with life.
at times when we can allow the heart mind the body to be still in the presence of suffering or stress or dissatisfaction perhaps we're offering it a caring silence some rest maybe even a break from suffering maybe it's a break from incessant thinking or worrying or problem solving a break from self-criticism, preoccupation, rumination, you know, filling in where you need a break. <laughs> Maybe it's a break from reactivity to, uh, we, we face a huge amount of stimuli that come into our senses all day long. Maybe we take a break from reactivity. And Maybe we offer the heart-mind healing time. And maybe we offer a space in which nothing needs to happen sometimes. I mean, we're, we're, so, we're such hard workers. Maybe offering an ability to abide with something, live with it, hang out with it, for as long as it needs us to witness what it wants us to see. And what might that have in common with this virtue of patience? that we talked about last night and tonight. Um, Perhaps it's deciding and holding a line to not allow some of the things, some things to agitate us. Uh, Maybe we're slowing ourselves down enough not to get agitated, or we're being patient with agitation. Uh, We might be deciding to be more interested in remaining watchful than in trying to solve something. So, uh, what is it for you to hold the heart-mind still or allow the heart-mind to be still in the presence of suffering? What is it for you to do so until it lets go? You know, something may have arisen for you this evening or it may not. But um, what we'll do next is have the opportunity to go into small breakout groups of three or four, and in doing so, to maybe share with one another, I had invited you to um, use phrases that are meaningful to you, not to have to adhere to any vocabulary words that I use, but to find what's useful for you, and to allow yourself to play with um the words and how they land for you. So you might share some of the words that really work for you with other participants, or you can share anything that comes up for you about patience and stillness and what that might mean. So as always in our groups, um, you please just share one thing at a time and allow the circle to go round and round, each sharing one thing. Listen with your whole heart to what is arising in you as you listen to other people. But please don't offer crosstalk or opinions about the other person's situation, nor try to teach one another. We're really here to learn what's arising in ourselves. We'll do this for about 10 minutes. Anyone who does not wish to do that is welcome to meditate in silence with me in the main room. But you're encouraged to give it a try and um, enjoy the 10 minutes with one another. 
then when we come back for the last several minutes together and we share, to keep uh, any any individual's name private, you know, what they shared. You can share what inspired you or what challenges you had, but please keep the confidentiality of names. So enjoy the 10 minutes. Welcome back, everyone. So we now have about seven minutes uh, for sharing. Anything that you'd like to share, it could be uh, some inspiration you received, a question you have, a challenge you had, a protest you have, anything is welcome. And you can raise your hand when you're ready. Yes, Dan, uh, Don, please. Yeah, uh, Liz, I, I wanted to thank you uh, for holding this space, and I've been doing it every day this week, it, and uh, I wanted to thank you for that. And also, um, uh, and of course, thank you, Sangha, for coming. It's uh, great to practice with others. And um, uh, Liz, I, the, I really appreciated the... Uh, statement uh of um holding the heart mind still in suffering and uh yeah it was um fruitful for me and uh i just wanted to say thank you thank you don really appreciate that barbara please oh you need to unmute please yeah, I'd like to second that emotion. I came home today. It was, uh, I, I, I was driving across town. I did some, some work, went shopping, came home and I was supposed to go 
I mean, usually on a Thursday, I would go swimming, but then that's across town in the other direction. And I said, no, no, I'll just be here alone. And then I thought, no, I'm not alone. My son goes here, six o'clock, I'm here. Thank you so much, Liz, for holding the space. And uh, it was just being peaceful was just right. That's just what I needed. Thank you. Great. Thank you. And thank you, Sangha. I second that. Great to sit in support with other people. Q, please. Ah, unmute, please. Yes, there. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Thank you so much, Liz. And Sangha, thank you. Barbara, thank you, Don. Uh, so ditto, so ditto, ditto, ditto for what you said uh, to the giving the heart mind um, chance to breathe, uh, to, uh, to, Examine the, the the suffering. The uh, uh, give it just a, a little moment to question this the suffering and how my behavior might either uh, contribute to make it worse or contribute make it diminish it mitigate it in, in a in a better way and to uh, just uh, take you that. That little moment to reflect uh, is, a, I think, a lifesaver, uh, uh, certainly a, a pain saver, a painkiller. <laughs> thank you, Thank you. Yeah, it's, it is really different. Like I said before, we're such a hardworking culture. It's really different to give something just time and not rush it. See what happens when we do that. Yeah. The truth is, it's going to unfold at its own rate anyway, I've noticed. <laughs> Being on the lifelong plan myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks very much, you. more minutes if anybody has a last comment or question or maybe we can just take these last couple minutes in silence and uh, extend some heartfelt warmth to everybody here for doing this practice and you know such appreciation for the way that you are benefiting all the people around you in addition to extending whatever care is available in any particular moment to yourself. This is the way the world can change one person at a time. So may all beings 
come to an end of suffering and may our any peace that we achieve ripple out and help those around us. So I'll look forward to being with everyone again tomorrow night. And if you'd like to unmute and say good night, please do. Thanks, Liz. Thank you, Liz. Thanks so much, Liz. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, everyone. Good night, everybody. Thank you, Liz. Beautiful faces. <laughs>